Oh my gosh, Whitney ordered donuts for the office. I love my boss. Oh man. Um, if, if you want to know one thing about me, the way to my heart, the way to my heart, donuts. Period. If you want to get on my good side, if you're first meeting me and you want to make a good impression, bring me donuts. I'll eat them all in front of you. Might allow you to have a couple, but you brought them to me, so they're mine. Uh, donuts. Holy cow, man. Um, where was I? Wow, got distracted. Um, oh, I did go live last week on Tuesday, but it was very short. It was like 10 minutes or so. And even now, oh, look at that. This video is unlisted. So let's go in here and make it public. Public. Done. Safe. All right, now people can watch. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Anyway, um, I did go live last week, about 10 minutes. Reason being, I don't know if it's because I'm on the new beta for my Mac and my other Mac or what, but Restream is just not working, which sucks. Um, Restream just makes everything so easy. And I said this a little bit last week, and I'll say it again. I, I don't necessarily want to use Restream. I think it's easy, um, but I know that OBS has a lot more promise and things that you can do with it in terms of recording better quality stuff to the computer. Uh, Restream basically is recording what it, you're streaming. So it's not perfect for re-uploading videos like I like to do on here. Uh, let's see. Okay, just wanted to make sure audio was good. Um, so yeah, basically, I want to use OBS. Just I don't have time to to look into it and get all that stuff done. So, um, but last week went went live for a few minutes. Just decided not to do it. I spent way too much time trying to make the live stream happen, and I sort of ran out of time. This week we have a little more time. Um, I guess before I get into some notes that I had, um, I just want to kind of update you guys. So yesterday, big day, big day in the Pew household period, uh, but mostly for Lena and Maria. Maria went back to um, teaching third grade in the city. Uh, it was Well, her kids don't actually come back till next week, but she went back and it's sort of the week where they get everything ready and learn about all the new stuff for the year. Really rough day for Maria. Um, she has a new principal. She loved her old principal. So um, that was rough. She really likes her new principal, but it's still different, you know, and, and she, she loved her old principal, Principal Rooney. And um, so it's hard. It's rough for her. And teaching in public schools is getting so... I would say convoluted. <laughs> There's just so many rules on how to teach and what not to teach and the ways you're supposed to teach, and it's all regulated by the, the state and all this. Anyway, I don't want to complain too much for her on her behalf, but it's a lot. And, you know, every year it's more and more and more that's just chipping away at her teaching heart. And uh, yesterday was rough for her. And, you know, when the, when the kids arrive next week, she'll be more 
excited about things. I mean, she loves the kids. Like, she loves teaching. Uh, nothing to do with the kids at all. She could have the worst kids ever and still enjoy it, you know. Um, it's all the rules, the regulations, the parents. It's the adults, basically. Adults suck. <laughs> kids rule, adults suck. That's what Maria and I, I feel like that's what our motto is. Um, but, yeah, so she had a rough day. Um, I'm hoping for a better day today. She actually is going to a really annoying long conference thing day, thing today, so probably won't be any more fun, but praying for her. Pray for her, please, if you would, um, just to help, you know, get through these first few days, first few weeks, and hopefully relax into teaching again and work with what she can um, to love these kids uh, as best she can. Lena course since i'm at work and maria's at work went back to daycare yesterday she's in a new class she's in the movers class um because she's crawling around now so that was a little rough on maria too and me and lena you know a new teacher um new stuff they're going to be trying you know lena's changed a lot in the past two months so we had to sort of send a note saying you know she's eating food now and this is when she takes her naps and blah 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 so that was a little frustrating confusing trying to get all that figured out but um I think she did okay yesterday. Last night, I'm super tired. Lena had a really hard time sleeping. It could be a multitude of things, probably just the change-ups change, change ups happening in her life right now. But, yeah, so there's that with Maria and Lena. Everything else is great. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, Agenicare's got a lot going on. Um, very exciting. Uh... We had our new employee, Shelby. She's going to be sort of front of house here and taking calls and all that stuff. And um, she seems great so far. I haven't really gotten to see her work or anything. But uh, with those she's been working with around the office, she started yesterday. Um, she seems great. So we're excited to have her on board. It's going to take a lot of tasks off of all of us having her here. And so that's going to be... Really good, and we're excited for that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the intro. I didn't even say hello, welcome, hope you're doing well. Uh, I do hope you're doing well. For those of you listening back on this podcast episode, hello. Please leave a rating and subscribe. Um, you know, I, I, we're about 30 listens per episode. I want to be transparent with all this stuff that I'm doing here, too, in case any of you are trying to do it as well start a podcast whatever it might be and just see where i am i think i've got a really nice looking setup here but we're still meaning us we we're, we're very small you know um 30 listens per podcast episode so uh as always um this will be re-uploaded to the spencer scott pew live channel for you to watch forever and ever if you want and um, depending on how good the content is today it's going to be broken up into smaller videos by stephanie over in California. Stephanie's great. She actually edited a vlog for me from the past beach trip we went on, and it's great. I love it. Such cute little moments that I'm excited to have recorded forever, you know. I think even that week I was at the beach when I was recording it, it felt a little bit of a burden to record. Um, I mean, we're trying to relax in every cute moment. I gotta be like, oh, let me go grab the camera, and that seems like a little much, but I always look back at vlogs and say, I am so glad I took the time to just hit record and show what was happening. And it's been the same. It's going to be the same with Lena. So, um, 
man. So that should hopefully go out today. I'll have Foisel um, run the SEO on that, and that'll be great. <sighs> yes, so um, that's it. That's it for, for housekeeping as far as I know. I'm really tired today, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, let me pull up my notes. I don't even have them pulled up. So I haven't been taking as many notes I think I'm a broken record at this point. These are very therapeutic for me. Um, I think early on with these live streams, I've said this too, I had a lot to say that I hadn't said. Um, and so my running list of thoughts was massive. And it's actually a little bit longer uh, here. But yeah, so let's, you know what? Let's just dive right into it. Um, I want to, I want to be able to see your comments too. If you guys are commenting, if you're watching, hello, super glad you're here. Um, doo -doo -doo. There we go. Now I can see comments. Should be good. Say hey. Say where you're watching from. Um, I'd love to to chat back and forth a little bit on these thoughts and ideas. That's what we do here. We just hang out, man. We just talk. It's it's a fun time. Ooh, the first thing I want to talk about. I didn't even write this down in my notes, but I started. A new Instagram account. It's called SSP. No, SS Pixel Art. I think that's it. SS Pixel Art. <laughs> I did it sort of anonymously. I didn't want anyone to know that I was making it. Um, I'm getting into pixel art, which is really funny that it's a thing because when I was young, um, I did pixel art in Paint on Microsoft Paint all the time. It was like so much fun for me. And I remember even at my grandmother's house, I was there with my sister when we were young and we got on her computer and we created, I, the best way I can explain it is just like a, a, a Christmas time village with Santa flying across the top. So there was snow everywhere. There were all these little houses. And we spent probably a couple hours on it and printed it out and put it on her fridge or something. And uh, that was a super cool moment with me and my sister. Like we were working together. I was like, ooh, what if we did a brown house right here? And we're five years different in age. She's five years older than me. And so, you know, thinking about how patient she probably was with me and, um, Man, that's a cool moment. I'm glad I remembered that. But anyway, that was paint. That was pixel art. We were literally dropping pixels. Um, and it's funny. I've never really jumped. Uh, have I jumped back into that? The closest thing I've done since I was young doing that is probably just graphing on graph paper. And like I did when we were moving into this office, I graphed it out on paper and whatever. But pixel art's a thing. And I've. I have an affinity for 8-bit, 16-bit, whatever, video game. I don't know all the right terminology, um, but I love video games like that. Like, one of my favorite video games of all time is Blasphemous, and uh, I didn't even finish it, but on my gaming channel, you can watch me play it, which is um, cool. It's a great game, and it's it's this, you know, retro 16-bit maybe I don't know 32-bit I don't know but it's the pixelated kind of artwork and so cool so anyway recently I was like dude I want to start making little sprites you know uh, which are what the little characters are called um, in these video games and 
um, I, I just looked up, you know, some basic stuff like online, like what, um, what software out there could I, you know, be really simple and start with this. And I'm actually going to pull it up here. Um, I use eight bit painter and, um, it's super simple. I do it on my phone and I looked up on YouTube, you know, what kind of software I should use to do this. This was an app that I just found. It's my default, what I've been using. There's another one. I don't think I have it on my phone. Um, but I made like a, I'll get to that in a second. Anyway, I was researching on YouTube and stuff and I found a guy who made these little characters and he was like, how to make, you know, a character out of eight by eight pixels. And I sort of just took his out. I've watched like one minute of his video and I was like, that's so much fun. I took his sort of design of a character and I've just been making all of these different characters from generic like skateboarder santa claus you know whatever all the way to like um gandalf and harry potter and um thanos and venom spider-man you know all these um pop culture characters as well but they're all in this eight by eight grid and i can only use those eight it's it's, it's this constraint i put on myself i can only use those that eight by eight canvas basically and uh yeah i i started i can do one of them in like one to two minutes it's a super quick creative thing for me and i started to just load them up on my um new instagram page and i was just doing it for fun and i was like you know what this could be a true hobby for me where i just do it for fun but then of course i got a dm from someone who's like hey what are the, what's the link to this and i was like what are you talking about and he was like, are these NFTs? And I was like, I don't know, should they be? And he was like, yeah, dude, they're they're really cool. So I looked into it. Now I'm making NFTs. So you can actually buy these for money, <laughs> Ethereum, US dollars, whatever, on OpenSea. So I quickly YouTubed uh, how to make NFTs, and OpenSea seemed the easiest and least amount of friction so you're able to buy these now on OpenSea. um i have each one up for 0.01 ethereum which crazy to me roughly translates to 32 dollars which seems high for me i wanted them to be like five bucks but the guy who told me that i should make them nfts was like dude most people start at 0.01 ethereum so that's what i did if you want to pay 32 dollars for a digital piece of artwork I've talked about NFTs very briefly. Uh, I wrote a blog post on it very briefly. The gist of an NFT, from my understanding, and I don't have much understanding at all, is in the digital world, online, if I post a picture of this coffee mug, that can be downloaded, it can be copied and pasted and re-uploaded. It's free, you know? Like, there's not an original... There is an original piece of art the picture i took of this and uploaded but you can't find it there's no footprint on that so nfts allow you to take a picture make a picture draw a picture upload it to the internet and then stamp it and say this is the original copy of this now if you want to buy it you can the best part is for artists every time someone buys so 
the guy who told me to put these up as NFTs actually bought one of them, which is super kind of him. Um, I want to talk chat with him a little bit more um, just to learn a little bit more about NFTs and stuff. He's into that stuff. I don't know anything about him, but he bought one. And so he paid, you know, $32, whatever. We'll use US dollars to make it simple. If he sells it now, which he put it back up for sale, he listed it. If someone buys that from him and he put it for 0.1 Ethereum, which is like, or he put it up for one Ethereum, which is $3,200. The cool thing is if anyone buys that, I get 8% because that's what I set as my like artist fee or something like that. Every time that piece of art is sold, I get 8% of the transaction forever. Um, if I did it right. I don't know if I did it right. I hope I did. So if he if he sells it, I mean, he makes bank, right? Um, hold on. 3,200 times 0 0.08. I'll make $256 if he sells it. What? Like, I don't know. That's cool. And it takes me no time to make these. It's super fun. Upload them. Hopefully, I won't get sued. He bought a Batman one. Don't know all the ins and outs of all that, but uh, probably should look into it. But anyway, it takes me literally no time to make these, put them up as an NFT. There was like a one-time startup fee, um, which he paid for by buying mine, $32. So um, super cool stuff. I if, if you're into like drawing or any sort of photography, videography, any digital piece of content you can stamp as an NFT, and that is the original. You can make multiple copies of the original, so maybe there could be five versions of that Batman out there, uh, but those are the only five that were original to the ones that I made. It's super interesting stuff, and I want to learn more about it and get into that culture because it's cool, man. Digital art, such a cool idea. It's like the exact opposite of like Napster or whatever. LimeWire. You remember when like music cost money, but then Napster was like, well, we're going to upload it because everyone should own it. And it's like, that's great. But to the artists who spent so much time on that and now everyone's getting their music for free, that kind of sucks. So tons of different ways you can spin it. You could say, you know, for anyone who buys one of my NFTs, they also have a ticket to a meetup that I do in a city. I'm, I'm pretending I'm a different artist. No one wants to meet me. Um, but, you know, there, there are ways you can spin it. I know Gary Vee made a bunch of characters that he hand-drew. And for each one that was bought, there was, like, this meetup you could do with him, which was super cool. Oh, man. I'm excited for these donuts. Anyway, so that's, that's the NFT stuff that I'm into now. Which, again, Maria, if you're watching or if you watch this back later... It's not taking me that much time. I know you already hate that I'm make, making these little pixel arts. Maria always hates when I get a new hobby. <sighs> but really, she's just jealous because she she doesn't have many hobbies, and I get them like it's my job. So, but could be another stream of income. I don't know. The big part of it is now I have to sort of market these NFTs, which here's here's part of that, right? So, hey, if you want one, Go to OpenSea.io, I think is the, the website, and search for SS Pixel Art, and you'll see my little characters on there. You can buy one if you want. 
um, if you're into that kind of stuff. If you know anything about NFTs in the blockchain and Bitcoin and Ethereum and all that, and you want to just give me a quick summary, help me understand it better, feel free to reach out. My email is spencerscottpugh uh, at gmail.com. Reach out, dude. Let's chat. Or lady, dude. Let's chat. <sighs> NFTs. Never, I, I thought they were cool. Never thought I was going to get into them. But it's so easy and fun. So, so fun. Um, I have on here to talk about the minimalist checklist for removing items. I still haven't found that yet. It's in one of my original bullet journals, and I haven't even looked. That's on me. I apologize. I just wanted to run through that because it was a really cool checklist for minimizing things. We'll get into that at some point. <laughs> Man, a lot of this stuff is pretty old, actually. My notes here. So while we're really quickly, while we're talking about um, kind of social media, I was listening to Deep Work. No. I don't remember what audiobook. It could have been a podcast too. I'm not sure. But check this out. When Instagram sold to Facebook back in whenever, they sold for a billion dollars, one billion dollars. They only had 13 employees. What? This wasn't too long ago. And also one billion dollars. Can you imagine having 13 employees making that much money? That's insane to me. Like this huge platform, 13 people. That's probably why you couldn't reach them at a call center because they don't have time. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Is anyone watching? Yeah, look, some people are. All right. What else we got here? I could talk about this really quick. We've been going for 22 minutes already. That NFT thing was pretty big. So I want to talk about an idea. So I don't know if I've mentioned this in the past. One thing I definitely want to talk about on the live stream, I'm jumping all over the place, is the new book, Gentle and Lowly, that I read while I was on vacation. Uh, I might save that. I kind of want to gather my thoughts a little bit more to talk about that. Um, and we've already been going for 23 minutes, so I'll save that for another day. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll save that. So something I may or may not have mentioned on here before is that Maggie... Uh, my old business partner and who works here at Degenicare doing our social media work. She is going to be leaving at the end of the year or maybe sooner or later. I don't know. At some point she's leaving. So it's my job. It's my department to try and figure out how to replace her with people or by spreading her workload among us all. Um, I thought a lot about it, and yesterday I met with my boss, Whitney, and we talked through how we could do social media better. It is our biggest marketing vehicle here. We've tried many other vehicles, TV, radio, print ads in newspaper magazine, billboards, and the ROI is just not there for those. Uh, it could be our industry, whatever it might be, just for us right now with our minimal budget, it doesn't work. So 
excuse me, from the start when we were working with Whitney, social media has been our biggest word of mouth way of promoting ourselves, everything. So, but there are ways we can improve and there are ways that I think we could do it for cheaper than actually hiring, um, a full-time employee. So, um, I just kind of want to run through the thoughts I had yesterday and shared with Whitney and some stuff we had back and forth. So I'll go back to Gary V. Gary V said something early on in my like marketing career, whatever, that was every company should be a media company first and then whatever their industry is. So if you're a dentist, you need to be a media company that is a dentist. If you're a doctor, a doctor or a media company, that is a doctor. If you're selling soaps, media company that sells soaps. And what he means by this is it's something that I said early on as well that I picked up on. It doesn't matter how good you are or how great your products or services are. If no one knows about you, then you don't exist or you're not great. So you have to get good at promoting who you are and telling that story to the world before they'll buy into the dentist, the doctor, the soaps that you're selling. So that's something I've always thought about with each of my companies, with companies that I've helped with, with clients in the past. If you're a restaurant, nope. First, you got to be a media company. You, you have to know how to promote yourself, right? And so, um, every time I go back to marketing and how we could best do that, I hear people talking, sorry, it it comes to that. So anyway, I'm digressing a little bit, but it'll make sense here in a second. How do we as a company best promote ourselves? Well, we promote ourselves. The biggest thing is Whitney, Whitney is a public figure in this area. Um, people know her. A lot of people do. If they don't know her, they know her husband, Joey. The Pew name is getting bigger and bigger, which is great because that's my last name too. No relation, but hey, I'll ride that. Um, I'll ride that celebrity. (laughs) Um, So how do we do that? And the thing is, is Whitney is an amazing people person. She's great on camera. She's beautiful. She's well-spoken. She's quick on her feet. So she's great at being the face of this company. She doesn't, she didn't really want to be, but I think she's finally realizing that it's very important that she is because her face, her personality is the biggest seller for these companies that we're running. The thing is she doesn't like social media. She doesn't like the ins and out of it. And so I go back to Gary Vee as well, who hired D-Rock, Babin. Uh, I don't know who the new people are, but these people follow him around with a camera all day recording him. He spits out little nuggets of wisdom every now and then they edit it up make content so much content so much content right his personal brand helps his other brands his companies right the more famous gary v becomes the more famous his companies become and so in a sense the more famous whitney becomes the more people will sign up for house call visits the more people will come here for pdo threads and fillers and botox the more people will be interested in a couple other projects we're working on but whitney doesn't like social media. She likes social media. She doesn't doesn't like doing it herself. So in the same way, Gary Vee, who does like social media, hired Babin and D-Rock to film him all day. I was like, how can we do that 
in the cheapest, most affordable, simple way possible. And what we came up with is hiring a couple of part-time workers. It started out just hiring a part-time person to come in and just do social media, and that's all they're responsible for. Basically following Whitney around all day, filming anything important, um, just being with her and allowing her to say like, hey, turn the camera on, I have an idea, or hey, this is a phone call that's pretty important, I'll put it on speakerphone, you can record it. You know, we're just working on her personal brand. Um, but then the next question was something I've noticed with social media is the burnout rate is so, it's so quick. I'm seeing it with Maggie. I don't like posting, especially if you're posting so much content. It's easy to be like, Ugh, I just got, I got to post again today. You know, there's not much reward, um, in it apart from the quick dopamine hits of, wow, that post got 50 likes, whatever. But, and so as I'm thinking through, you know, how do we hire or spread out this role or whatever we decide to do to replace Maggie's work, um, it's not just how do we replace her, but also how do we keep those people? Because the burnout is, is real with social media. And so one way I thought of doing this is hiring actually two part-time people. Um, every other week they would alternate. One person is here following Whitney around, filming her, doing stories, taking pictures, and they can just use their phone. I don't care. Um, making vlogs. I mean, I have a couple other cameras they could use for that stuff too. At the end of the day, they send that footage off, like the more long-form content footage, to the other person who, during that week, they're responsible for editing. They just edit. The next week, they switch. So the person who's been editing for a week comes in and follows Whitney around and does all that, blah, 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 goes back and forth. That way, it's not the same thing over and over and over and over again. They switch it up. Another thing is trying to find some sort of incentive for how well posts do. Uh, with two people, you can make it a competition. You know, whoever does the biggest reach on their week on whatever gets a bonus of $10, $20, or maybe per post, or maybe if we find out someone's come in from a Facebook post they saw, uh, just bonusing them. And so they're not just making content and putting it out there and then monitoring it. And that's the end of it. Depending on how great the content is, they get something more out of it. You know, they get a little bonus or a little, um, whatever raise or something. I don't know. So that's where we are now. Um, I'm really excited about that. I've got to start sort of thinking on what that job post would look like, the exact type of person we would look for. They obviously have to have a good social media presence already and sort of proof of concept that they're able to post content well, write caption. Writing copy is one of the most important things, I think, in social media. Um, I think, honestly, especially in the COVID world we're living in, it's more important than the pictures and videos. We've we've come, Maggie and I were chatting about this the other day. We're in a world now where your content can be absolute crap. But as long as it's resonating with someone, that's why it's accepted. In fact, it's become a trend. This is what Maggie said. It's become a trend to have bad content because, you know, we're in our homes. We're chilling with webcam video. You know, we're on Zoom. So anyway, copy is very important. So that's definitely me going definitely going to be something we're looking for. 
I don't know who watches these really. I don't think anyone near me does, but hey, if you're um, in Roanoke, Salem, Lynchburg, somewhere close, uh, and you would like to work part-time here, or you know someone who would, maybe a kid fresh out of high school, maybe a kid um, fresh out of college um, who's just trying to get, you know, a portfolio built up or something, you know, um, show them this. Have them reach out. Um, we're going to be looking for someone at some point. You know, I don't know how soon that will be. Um, probably definitely around the end of the year. So, um, yeah. I'm really excited for that. I think running a media team like that would be super fun for me as well. Um, and being able to aid them and teach them and coach them. I mean, I know how to do everything that they're going to be doing uh, and professionally. <laughs> so uh, even if they're newbies, you know, being able to, if they're easily teachable, coachable, uh, they learn quickly, you know, that's something we're looking for as well. So you know, I'll be able to teach them how to edit video, stuff like that, which will be super cool. But, um, wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Anyone else watching? <laughs> yeah. Some people. Nice. So yeah, that's uh, th wow. Those are, we've been going for almost about 35 minutes. So it's almost eight 30. I kind of feel like I should end it soon. Let me see if I have anything else I can leave you guys with. <laughs> yeah, mission marketing without Maggie is what I've called it. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's good for today. One last thing I'll talk about, sort of going back to the beginning of this stream, um, what will mornings look like when school returns? Yeah, so I do want to address that really quick. Um, it's actually looking better than I thought. I thought I was going to be getting into work at like 8, 8.30. And so therefore, these live streams, um, working on the Finisher Secret stuff, any sort of work beyond Agenicare, I was going to be trying to squeeze it in somewhere else, whether it was a lunch break or a little bit after work or something, which is way harder to do. But I'm actually leaving the house around 6.30 in the morning with Lena to take her to daycare, and it's about an hour round trip to get back to work. So 30 minutes there, drop her off, drive back. And so I'm actually getting to work around 7.30, which is only about 15 minutes later than I was getting here on Tuesdays and Thursdays before daycare. So I should be able to do everything I want. And in fact, I'll be more consistently here at the office at 7.30 and I'll be able to get this type of work done soon so that I can really focus on Agenicare um, eight to four or whatever. Um, so nine to four, whatever. Whatever the hours are, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway. That's that's that. So those are that's looking better than I thought it would. Again, really quick, if you want to buy some NFTs, you can go to OpenSea.io. If if you don't even know about like uh, cryptocurrencies and blockchain, I don't don't run out and get a wallet and start loading it up just to buy an NFT of mine, whatever. But if you're already into that stuff, if you're interested, go look into it, research it first. Obviously. Um, I think my big goal is I'm pretty sure you can buy a Tesla 
with like Bitcoin or Ethereum or something now. So I'm going to sell a bunch of these little pieces of art and then buy my first Tesla with it. <laughs> That'd be super cool. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you. Again, OpenSea.io. Look for SS Pixel Art. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. SS Pixel Art on Instagram as well. Just so you know, I'm not following anyone back because this was just a very... I'm going to put stuff out there, see if people like it. It's more for fun. So uh, I appreciate it if you follow me. But if you're looking for a follow for follow or something, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Feel free to DM me there, though, if you want to talk about digital art. Um, let's keep the conversation as that if we can. And then obviously Spencer Scott Pugh on Instagram if you want to talk about anything else. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Remember, if you're watching this on YouTube afterwards, hit the subscribe button. Like the video if you enjoyed it. We're trying to do these live streams every Tuesday. Now it looks like around 7.30, 7.45 is when we'll be doing these live streams. So if you want to hop on board, join the discussion, please do. I'd love to chat. Um, that's it. Hey, guys, I want to leave you with this. Remember to focus on the things that matter. And uh, love you. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.